With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, January 19th, show no, number 264. Wonder, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller over there. I wonder if there's anything significant about 264. It seems like a whole lot. Oh, a lot. Coming at you uh, from the uh, Facebook, or coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter from the John Young Racing for First Responders. I'm sorry, John Young Racing, comma, Racing for First Responders, and Dave Kemmer Studio. Did you That's get all a that? mouthful, it Scott. Is. Tonight on the show, we're going to be uh, speaking with the owner of the Ohio Wheelman Series, Will Wiggins. Yeah. Uh, once again, we last spoke to him, I believe it was August last year. We had uh, him on with a few other people. Right. So uh, tonight, just going to focus on on that, the Ohio Wheelman Series. Uh, we got some Big D's Pizza to give away a little bit later on tonight. Some uh, A lot of news. I had the privilege too. of uh, watching the Wheelman Series at Sandusky, and uh, we'll talk about that. I when did you when did you catch that? I forget when it was this summer, but I very much enjoyed it. They they put on an awesome show. You got out to Sandusky on a Saturday night? Maybe. Huh. Oh, that's right. You didn't race this boat. Okay. Yeah. That would all make sense. I understand now. Um Make sure to contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs from action shots to victory lane. Uh, they have new items, including those custom kids' cups, the 20-ounce tumblers, water bottles, and more. You can get them customized with uh, Freeze Frame Photos, any of the photos that they have. Um, you get that on the graph or on the uh, item, the cups, the tumblers, whatever. Uh, they got some cool racing graphics to throw in with that as well. If you can think of it, they can do it. Call Charlie, 419-476-9978. Freeze Frame Photos, special moments frozen in time i need to get a hold of charlie i need to find out if he can still do calendars i'm i don't like my generic calendar hanging there you need a, a custom round Miller i race do one. okay again i bet you you can do it oakshade raceway where the fastest meet to race uh every saturday night after uh april the end of april Right. Not now. Don't go there this Saturday. What, what's the schedule looking like, Scott? It's uh, looking like we're going to race every Saturday night. After the end of April. After uh, starting with the Bill Reckner Memorial on the last uh, Saturday right. in, in April. Summer Nationals birthday race coming up mid-July. Um, yeah. Suppose the late models will be there in April? Uh, yeah. I, I think, well, no. April. That was, that was a trick question. I was thinking you were going to ask if Summer Nationals. Like, well, yeah. April? No, probably not. I'm thinking that. Oh, I don't know. You know, I was told one of the reasons that they don't run the uh, late models opening night, and this was years ago. So the reason might have changed it was because uh, it's opening night, and they got They used to line up the bombers at the time. They were bombers, not right. super stocks, to attack uh, them. So they had to tech all them. They had to get everybody's names entered in the computer. And with the four divisions, it took extra long, and it was hard to get to the seven o'clock start time. 
Was that before you were announcing or? No, that was. Uh, I mean, it's been a that long time. That was the first half of my career as announcing. Okay. How's that? We'll go with that and leave it there. Um, also, thanks to Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon sponsoring the program. A little bit of uh, racing roundup before we get to Will Wiggins. We uh, kind of skipped this the past few uh, few weeks. <laughs> we got so preoccupied yeah. with everything. So uh, we got some racing action to uh, recap for you here. Racing roundup. So apparently. Wait, wait. There I am. Oh, okay. I wasn't in the stream. I don't know where I was. Um, getting click happy here. Uh, the Wild West Shootout a couple weeks ago. Uh, didn't uh, get this. Actually, uh, it, that ran, what, uh, the previous weekend and this past weekend right. and Wednesday in the middle of that. Uh, previous weekend, Jonathan Davenport picked up the win Saturday. He also picked up the win that sun or yeah, that Sunday. Uh, then he won this past, uh, a week ago, Wednesday. And then this past weekend, he didn't, he didn't. win. Yeah, it was Bobby Pierce and uh, Mike Marler. Uh, Bobby Pierce Friday, Mike Marler Saturday, main event, uh, Bobby Pierce again. Scott, Sunday's race, their finale, could have been the best race I have ever And that ever, was the one I, I have, missed. I have ever watched. And that was the one I missed. I was having some internet issues, so I, I if, did not catch that. If Flow Sports has that archived, you need to watch. That's what I've been told. And Kyle Larson, uh, he's... He uh, he was in the mix every night, but uh, was unable to uh, get a victory in any. It was an amazing six race of those events. Yeah, and Rusty Schlenk was down there. He had all kinds of bad luck, broken motor, broken rear end. Uh, so, uh, Chili Bowl Nationals uh, this last week, uh, we had uh, Ken McIntosh pick up uh, the win uh, on the opening night of that a week ago Monday. Cap Henry finished 18th in that. Tuesday it was Hank Davis after uh, Buddy Kofoid crash while leading. Uh, actually, it was a crash that uh, happened in front of him, and, and he, he kind of was committed to the high right. side and tried to ride the wall around it and, and broke something. It was so. a good try. It was a good try. Uh, you're defending Chili Bowl Nationals uh, champion there, so he had some bad luck. Uh, Darren Nida ended up... Uh, Crashed 24th in uh, the B-Main, also on Tuesday night. Wednesday night, it was Rico Abreu. Thursday night, Tanner Thorson. Taylor Ferns, uh, former guest on the show, finished 5th in the B-Main. And Anton Hernandez uh, was 16th in the feature. Uh, Friday night, Logan Seavey. And then the main event, once again, Logan Seavey. Picking up uh, the Chili Bowl Nationals uh, Championship there. So congratulations to him. Some racing down under in Australia, Cole Macedo. Came uh, from ninth starting position and finished third on the final night of the 25th National Sprint Car Open at Brisbane's Arch, uh, Archerfield Speedway. On Saturday, Carson Macedo claimed the preliminary night feature by leading every lap. So we had Cole and Carson there. Right. Carson getting the uh, the victory. Corey Eliason, uh, he's poised to claim the Western Australia Speed Week title after a dominant performance in rounds five and six of the series. Uh, the visiting driver has claimed four of the six features. So uh, some of our American uh, drivers, sprint car drivers at least, uh, doing some good down right. in Australia. Yeah. As Veronica told us last week, there's no American late model drivers headed over this year. But I, I guess they're going to work on that for 2023. There's a lot of racing going on this year, though. Oh, you bet. Here in the States. So, yeah. I mean, maybe that's uh, a reason some of the guys didn't go there. Could be. It's like it seems like racing seasons year round, but uh, anywho, how about uh, we bring in Will Wiggins, the second? 
the owner of the Ohio Wheelman Series started a, a few years ago. So let's uh, pop him in here. There we go. Hey, guys. Hey, Will. How's it hey, going? Will. Great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming on again. Uh, last we spoke, uh, the Ohio Wheelman Series was uh, kind of a growing asphalt street stock series. And 2020, I think you did a few races. 2021, things started coming together. Oh, wait, 2021 was... I don't even know what year it was. You started in 2021, right? 2020. 2020. Okay. It's just been growing. That's my point. Yeah. So this will, this will be our third season. Okay. You know, I've, I've got my pulse. So on 2021. It. I've got, so my you were pul- right. I, okay. I, I, I thought I was right. I've got my pulse on a lot of racers and there's a whole lot of interest uh, in your series and, and guys are thinking real seriously about committing to it. Yeah, it's it's honestly humbling. I, I started this and never imagined in a million years. I mean, we've got guys registered as far as Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, of course, Indiana, Pennsylvania, Michigan, um, you know, all around, uh, mostly Ohio boys. But I mean, we've 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 grew a lot of interest over the last, grown a lot of interest over the last two years. It's been pretty pretty humbling to be honest. I never imagined uh, to get this this big. Give, give us a little uh, history of the Ohio Wheelman Series for uh, some of our listeners who may not be familiar with it. So we're Ohio-based street stock series. Um, you know, Northeast Ohio street stocks were kind of dying, and they were averaging five, six cars a, a night. And I kind of just took it upon myself to figure out why and where and who and, and what can I do to help. And that's, that's kind of how the series was born. I put on a couple shows in 2020. Um, they were pretty successful, so I just went full bore in 2021 and, um, you know, my first show I ever put on with the series title, we had four cars show up. So it was, I always wow. joke about that with people because most people don't know that story, but there was several promoters there that had booked us that year and they all were looking at like, <laughs> Will, what is going on? Thankfully it rained out and we came back with 15 and it was a great show, but, um, it was just, we learned it was a little too early for everybody to, you know, April was a little too soon. So, um, guys were still building and stuff. So, but yeah, I mean, and so we travel, we started mostly in Ohio and we started getting interest from other tracks around Michigan and Indiana and Pennsylvania. And this will be uh, probably our biggest, most premier facilities will be at this year so far. Well, I, in my opinion, is our best schedule that we've had yet. So, uh, we're super excited to have some of the tracks we do have and, uh, the partnerships we've built over the last couple of years. What are, what are some of the new tracks uh, on the 2023 schedule you have? Man, so how exciting. We start 2023 off at Jennerstown. Um, a big track. That's going to be a big track for the series. It's going to be a lot of banking for some of these boys in Ohio that are used to some of these flatter tracks. And, um, you know, it's, it's going to be awesome. You know, we're expecting anywhere between 20 and 30 cars, if not more. Um, and, and I know a lot of the, the guys up there in Pennsylvania are real excited. They're calling me asking about questions and their cars fit right into the rules just about. So it, it was kind of works out well. Um, but that's going to be a pretty big deal. And then we got Anderson speedway. So we go from, from, well, I believe a five eights down to a four tenths, I believe is Anderson or somewhere in there. And but, so that, but that's Anderson's gonna... got a lot of banking that it's a track where you just, you can't take a break. You're, you're on the wheel yeah. the whole time. Yeah, so I was told by many drivers that you're on the gas and brake at the same time. You never really lift, yep. so <laughs> it's going to be fun to watch. Um, another new one's Toledo. 
uh, we, uh, me and Sh uh, Schultz got together and, and had, you know, we probably three, four months. It took us to find a date to try to work out a deal. And, and, you know, obviously with running two facilities and one limited, it was very tough to find a date that worked with us and them. And, uh, but we're excited to be at Toledo for the first time and Berlin. Um, so really four premier facilities we're starting the year off with. And really, I just told you the first four races of the schedule. So, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so at, at Toledo, are, are you guys going to be running the half mile or the quarter mile? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, half, half mile. mile. Okay. We made sure everybody this year updates their their. Uh, they have to have safety hubs, you know, for obvious reasons. So everybody's been buying and and getting the, their cars updated for safety reasons, and really haven't had any kickbacks on it. I mean, um, you know, so that's real exciting. What's uh, what's some of the differences in the rules between uh, uh, the Ohio Wheelman Series, uh, Super Super Series stock cars, whatever you want to call them? and uh the street stock uh, class at like flat rock um so carburetor tires um uh, mostly weight and percentages um and that's mostly it you know most these most now there are some some tracks up there in michigan and stuff that allow three links with street stock still and we don't um so it has to be a four link has to be a stock chassis um you know you can't marry chassis i guess is what i'm saying you can't take a camaro and a metric clip and marry them together um so it's got to be consistent chassis wise. You can't shorten it. You know, if you've got a Chevelle or something, we do let guys cut them down to 108 inches. Um, but really that's it. I mean, guys can come race, you know, they got to buy a 500 CFM, CFM carburetor unaltered. Um, you know, that helps with the tires. We run Hoosier Comanches. So, um, you know, you, anything more than that on a built motor, you're going to be spinning them anyway. So, uh, but they're just minor stuff, really. I mean, guys got to put in a little work, move lead, you know, make adjustments for percentages, you know, for left side weight, rear percentage, I think it's the same. So it's just moving some lead around and a little bit of work. I've noticed that uh, you seem to be pretty easy to get along with as far as cars traveling to be with you. Uh, and you seem to be able to make them pretty equal. Yeah, I mean, my, my goal with the series was to not have one guy stand out. You know, I wanted to make sure the rules were tight enough to where guys could afford to do it, no more. you know, number one. Uh, number two, that we didn't pin guys down with particular motors or carburetor, you know, carburetors we do, I guess, but intakes and different things. You're allowed to, you know, you got, I know guys have raced for 30 years that got modified motors and, you know, street stock motors. And, well, if you hurt one or we need a little bit more horsepower, you can grab something off the floor throw it in the car and come racing you know there's different penalties based on what you have so i tried to make it open to where guys can come from all over the country and, and race for big money with you know limited laps at some of these premier tracks we're getting you know and that's kind of where we're at we don't necessarily turn guys away but we do we do try to work with teams but there are things that uh, just unfortunately we can't allow you know um and, and guys are mostly understanding. And you, you mentioned the the pay. Uh, that's one thing I wanted to ask you. I think twenty five hundred. That's uh, the the lowest uh, winning amount uh, for the series of any well, of the races. Well, two thousand. Is there a two thousand? Okay. Yeah, Still two thousand. I mean, that's that's pretty good. And my, my first street change. stock. Class. Yeah, yeah. My my first street stock class. And that's my my next question is, uh, when you go to these tracks, are you guys the premier class uh, for the night or or? Is, is it more, are you more of a support class? So it's actually been pretty cool. So the first year we started, we were a support class. Guys didn't know what, who, you know, who we were or what kind of field we were going to bring or what kind of, you know, if it was going to be a crash fest or not. And um, so we started off as just a filler really. And we had a couple premiere shows, you know, um, but really, I mean, I don't think there's a place we're going this year uh, with exception to maybe Berlin um, that we're not the premier facility, the premier division for that 
race or that event. Now, is that, uh, I mean, I'm guessing that probably doesn't and, uh, bother you then. No, I mean, there might be another one like high mile. That's a pretty big a, deal. Yeah, we're not, yeah. we're not quite super modified, but well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have, uh, the trifecta nationals, I, I guess so that's, uh, three events at Sandusky that are paying 5,000 to win. Yeah. So that's huge. Yeah, uh, we've, we're paying, we're paying back from, uh, uh, 5,000, 2,500, 1,500, a thousand. I mean, we're not paying, you know, five grand to win and then a thousand bucks or, you know, yeah. so it's not, we're trying not, to pay through the field. They're not Dolly Parton payoffs. Right. Correct. <laughs> I get um, that reference. <laughs> Cute, Scott. <laughs> we, we, we're, we try to, you know, this is the traveling deal and everybody and everybody that's involved in racing know it's expensive already. And it's not, it's just became extremely expensive. So, you know, I tried to, uh, pound pavement, get sponsors to kick in and help. And, you know, we come with 60% of our own purse money. That's what makes it great for facilities. You know, it's a win-win, you know, they can maybe make a few bucks. We get, we put on a big show for them and, you know, we, we build our name and, um, you know, the series logo, I guess, you know, and, um, that's, it, it works for everybody, but that's how we get our purses. You know, it's funny going to places and seeing guys who are like, man, I run late models for less money than that. This is crazy. <laughs> we go sell that late model and come race with us, you know, and, uh, I can name three guys that are racing the series this year that have sold, done simply that, sold late models and built street stocks. The one team, I believe they're up to five street stocks now with all the late models they sold. So um, it, it's pretty awesome to see, you know, guys and uh, come from all over and, 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 you know, most people call it a downgrade to street stocks for modifieds and late models, but that's where they had the most fun, they say. So how, how has uh, the fan uh, response been to the series? Oh, it's incredible. So, you know, I never really realized, I didn't really pay much attention. The first year we, I raced the series and ran it and that was extremely tough. And I realized to make it really successful and make it a go, I had to step back from the car and, and focus on running the series and rubbing elbows with, you know, people in the stands. And, um, we average about a hundred to 150 traveling fans as we go around, which is incredible. If you ask me, um, you know, and, and it tells you the fans that we show up and we show up at these tracks. I mean, we sell two to $3,000 worth of shirts and hats while we're there. Um, that was our average for the season. So, um, I mean, we have fans all over the country now and we have a couple from Michigan that I call our super fans, but, uh, um, they, they, they've traveled from Michigan. They seen us at Kalamazoo last year, our first race and followed us to every event after all over everywhere we went, which is pretty cool. Are you going to have to change the name from Ohio? Wheelman series to Midwest Wheelman series or something. I, I might, you know, I get some <laughs> feedback. I kick back on Facebook, of course, you know, but they're like, well, how come you only got all your races are out of state or this or that? And I'm like, well, we're based in Ohio, but half of our races are technically in Ohio. So we're not, you know, however you want to look at it. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. That's kind of our, where we started. We may tweak it over the next couple of years as we build, uh, you know, guys from all over the country and stuff and, you know, more tracks and facilities. One of our listeners uh, has a uh, Fremont race truck. Wonders if you would entertain allowing a, a Fremont Leaf Spring truck to race with you. Um, I guess my suggestion would be to read to the rules and then highlight any areas that you might have questions on and then give me a call. Reach out to me. I'm very easy to work with. I'll talk to you. We'll go through it. Um, I know there are trucks out there that are legal to our rules. Um, there are some that aren't, so we can certainly discuss what you have and the question and the, I guess, gray areas, if you will, um, and, and go over that. Well, I'm, no I'm sure that, I'm sure that your payoffs have, uh, some of the guys pretty interested. 
Yeah, I mean, we're getting pure stock guys asking, well, how slow do I have to, you know, <laughs> how far off am I going to be, you know? And I'm like, well, you're going to be pretty far off, you know. Are you, are you pulling um, any uh, any drivers uh, that race on dirt to convert over to the asphalt? Not yet. Not, not yet? that I know of, I can say. Other than I believe I do have one guy that has a dirt truck that might come run with us. I believe he's legal to the rules, um, his chassis, so... Other than that, no, I don't, not, not that I personally know of now they, there might be guys with multiple cars, you know, that run asphalt and dirt, you know, some of these guys I haven't heard of that I'm, that are racing that are registered this year. So, um, it's pretty awesome, man. It's exciting. What's We're it? actually, I'm at the shop right now working on my car. So you can hear <laughs> the guys in the background. Are, are you still race then? I thought, uh, yeah. So I, okay. I raced, so this is crazy. So I raced, uh, last year I ran the series. Um, and then on off weekends and Friday nights before the series, I was able to run locally for a championship and I missed by two points, uh, came in second, still missing races oh. and, uh, racing on, you know, Friday nights, man, Mike, give it off to my crew and my buddies, you know, they, we'd race Friday night and then take the car apart and switch it over for one of my drivers and scale it and put new tires on and load it in the box and get two, three hours of sleep and then drive to Ona or wherever we're headed off Kalamazoo <laughs> or wherever we're going to race again the next day. So. No problem with Hoosier supplying the Comanche tires? No, I mean, I stayed pretty – I'm a little OCD about it. You know, I knew there was a problem, so I tried to buy any and every one I could. Um, you know, and I stayed – we didn't go without any. I, guys showed up at my events. They were able to buy, you know, what they wanted for the most part. Uh, what's uh, what's the website uh, where they can find the rules? Uh, it's OhioWheelmanSeries.com. Easy enough. Uh, and I actually, I was checking that out. I noticed there's uh, Ohio Wheelman Modifieds. What's uh, what's what's up with that? So, as you know, as the series grew, um, I had every division coming up to me as we're at their track, local tracks, and saying, "Man, how come you don't run a front wheel drive, a wheelman front wheel drive division, or a Ohio Wheelman Modified, or Ohio Wheelman Late Models?" You know, everybody had their own ideas to try to add to the series, and um, of course, I listened and talked and you know chatted with guys and. Um, again, the reason I started the series was to save was to save street stocks in Northeast Ohio. And that was the original intent. And it's kind of just exploded. Um, modifieds are kind of in the same boat now. Uh, and so I've had, I had quite a few drivers reach out to me and say, man, you could really save us and give us a place to race. And, um, you know, so I, I had a sponsor reach out to me and say, Hey, if you put this together, I'm willing to give you X amount of dollars. And, um, you know, I, I kind of thought about it for a couple of weeks and can talk to more drivers and more teams and more people and, um, got a group of guys to commit. And, you know, we, we put a great purse together. We got four races the first year, see how it goes. If they commit and I've got 15 to 18 modified showing up, we'll, you know, give them a 10 race schedule the following year. Um, uh, but we're going to follow uh Midwest modified rules. Uh, we're going to run F70 tires on those, and we're going to run four races. The first three or 1,500 to win right now. I mean, that's where we're starting. I haven't uh, really got into super much with sponsorship on the modified jet. We're trying to complete the street stock deal. and um, so, so that's at least 1,500. At least 15, 300 to start for the first three. The final race of the season will be at Sandusky Speedway Cavalcade. Uh, it'll be 5,000 to win, 500 to start. So um, these aren't going to be chump change pay, payouts either. Uh, you know, so we're excited. That's uh, that's where's the the first three races at then? They're, they're all four at Sandusky. Oh, that's our home track. Okay. Um, they're the one rolling the dice and taking the risk. Uh, you know, they pretty much said, "Hey, man, we we're back. We support anything you're you know you touch, and if if you want to run with this, you know, we believe you'll make it work, and um, you know, we'll book you four times, and that's basically what we do with the street stocks as well. We got four shows there with them with those, and 
So they said, give us eight shows, four with each, and we'll see how it goes. You know, those guys. I'm expecting it to be very well, though. I mean, we'll we'll probably get 18 or better on average, but you know, we'll see. We like That's those a guys. Great field. We like those guys over at Sandusky. They they do some some pretty cool things and willing yeah. to take chances on things. So yeah, have, I mean, they helped me any, out. Are you going to have any midget wrestling? <laughs> no, I'm not into that. I mean, I, they might there, but I'll go watch. I mean, if Chris is going to wrestle any anybody, he said I'll he wasn't going to do it anymore. So no, he want, well, he's easy. We can persuade him. We got D's pizza on the hook. We can probably get him a. Uh, Donate some ribs or something to Chris. He'll do it. Gotcha. Is there a, a points championship fun? Uh, yeah. So we do offer. We uh, we had some late model guys come to our points championship just to check it out and some sponsors and stuff this year. And we made a. I make a big deal about it. If you've seen our awards, we staged the top three. We do big deals, but um, so yeah, the champion this year got two thousand um, dollars, a seven foot custom trophy with the MPI steering wheel mounted to the top. Um, he got four brand new Hoosiers for next for 2023, um, a giant poster made for his shop, you know, with all the stats on it for the year and so on and so on forth. But we do give out trophies and stuff to the top 10 plaques to the 11th back and we pay out the top 20. So it was, uh, 2000, 1,750, 600, 500, 400, 300. And I think it was 275, 250, 200, you know, all the way down to 20th position, I think paid a hundred and. 25 bucks or something. So we try to make sure everybody's touched and gets the recognition. And, you know, it's, it takes a lot of money to do this and we truly race for awards and stickers and trophies. So what, uh, what, uh, I guess, uh, where do you see the Ohio wheelman series going long-term like five years down the road? I mean, just these last few years, uh, the series seems to have grown by leap leaps and bounds. I mean, is it going to keep getting bigger? Is it going to become the USA wheelman series or what? I mean, I don't know if we'll completely travel the country. I mean, I've got some tracks from Florida interested and some other, you know, obviously some other states and it's a little far from Ohio. So um, I don't own a big enough plane to get these guys, uh, their cars over there and stuff, you know, or haulers. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I mean, you know, I, I as, as the series grows and we continue to get support, you know, this year we're expecting that I would say an average field of 30 street stocks and, and uh, you know, 15 to 18 modifieds or better, um, you know, and, and it, it's going to be successful and huge. And I think we'll gain more and more interest nationally as we continue to grow. And, you know, who knows the, I, I don't know, you know, I, I, would I add more to it? Maybe, um, you know, my staff might kill me, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, New, I don't know. I'm always open. New Smyrna in the middle of the winter could be pretty interesting. I'm open to. I would not be <laughs> mad to be in the beautiful sunny weather and <laughs> middle of winter. Uh, but I mean, there's interest. You know, I would consider you know some out of town shows potentially as this grows. You know, we'd like to keep it as close as we can um, to Ohio and surrounding states. I mean, there's a ton of tracks around. So, what kind of what kind of format for a regular uh, night's uh, racing program is there for the Ohio Wheelman Series? Are there heat races. B mains and feature or how many cars start the feature as well. So that's an, that's a really cool deal. So we actually, I'm, I grew up old school. My dad raced in the eighties and my brother raced in the nineties and still races. And, um, I, I, you know, I grew up watching dashes and heats and the whole deal. So we run them, you know, tracks, love it. Fans love it. They're like, man, it's so cool watching the top four run side by side. It's granted. It's only four laps. Um, all my guys, they all look at it as an extra set of hot laps, you know? So, um, they go out and put on a show and it's a lot of fun, but 
Uh, so we run dashes and heats. We usually run dashes as four, top four, four laps, and then we run the heats as usually eight cars, eight laps. Um, unless so, we so you qualify too, right? Oh yeah, there's okay. qualifying usually it's single car because we're the premier or the you know the the main event. So those single car qualifies unless time permitting, I should say. Um, and then uh, so we'll get the dashes, the heats, and then we'll run a A main or a B main if necessary. Um, we have qualified in through the heat races as well. Um, you know, which is, it just depends on the, you know, the promoter of the event we're at and if they've got time and what they want to do. And, you know, so we, we'll, we'll try, we'll do a little bit of everything depending on what, what's available at the facility and what's how much time we have, you know, a B main takes a lot more time than running heat races through the picking out the top two out of the heats and adding them to the feature. And we'll start, we, we, uh, advertised 24, but we've started up to 32, um, cars. Wow. I won't send people home, I guess is my point. Okay. Um, if we've got extra cars, we'll come up with the money to pay them. I mean, I, I would never ask somebody to come race and then qualify bad or have a bad lap or something and then have to park it. You know, it, we might get to that point, you know, but we'll still run a B main feature. They'll get a feature every, every time with the Wheelman series. So all these uh, new tracks you have, uh, for 2023, what, uh, which event are you most looking forward to? Um, it's a toss up. So I fell in love with Kalamazoo, to be honest. We ran that last year for the first time and it's jaw dropping standing in the pit tower, watching the race. I mean, it's just a completely different view. Of course, for most fans or people don't get that view, but I, I just fell in love with the facility all being all paved and you can stage real easy and the scales are awesome. And, um, I would say out of a new, the new tracks, Jennerstown's probably the one I'm most excited about. Um, uh, Mike Bellardi over there and, and myself, we've developed a pretty good relationship and we chat daily almost. And um, we he's sending us more tickets to give away in our lives. And it's it just uh, the excitement over there. I think the people are just so excited. Um, we did a live, we did a radio broadcast for, on one of their local talk shows or radio shows over there. And um, just the excitement go, building up to Jennerstown, I think is, is what makes it really exciting to go. If one of our listeners wants to look at your rules, where can they find them? Uh, it's simple. Ohiowheelmanseries.com um, is the, the easiest way. Um, you can also check us out on Facebook at Ohio Wheelman Series. Um, stay up to date with all the latest and greatest stuff. We do lives on Wednesday, every other Wednesday through the winter, and then we do weekly lives uh, 8 o'clock on Wednesdays through the summer every week. So, You get a lot of response from that? Uh, yeah, I mean, we get we, – my best this year as far as listeners live was 150, I believe. Um, that was the day we announced the modified series. So that was to be expected. Um, our average is probably 30 to 50, um, somewhere in there, but, uh, we get about 3000 views by the end of the, you know, end of the day, uh, or by the next day. So, uh, people watch us. That's, uh, that's awesome. I was actually going to mention about, uh, your show there and, and that you do on a regular basis. Doug doc helped you out with that. Yes, he does. And the cool part is this actually starting in this to the 25th is going to be our first time. So we partnered up with WOBL.com, WORadio.com. Uh, Gary uh, Tollett, the owner, he, him and I became very good friends over the last couple of years. And they're the official radio station of the series. So our lives will be live on the radio starting Wednesday, the 25th. Awesome. Um, so we'll be on the radio. You can follow us anywhere in the country. You just got to go on to WOBLradio.com. Or you can go to your mobile app store and download the app, and you can listen to us live anywhere in the country. The cool part is, is you, if you can't follow us live, you can also tune in, and we will. he will also be at all of our events live, so you can listen to us play-by-play play on the radio 
every week. All right, I got. I have one last question for you. And we talked. We talked about uh, you know getting some of the dirt drivers over onto to your series on the asphalt. Has there been any uh, dirt tracks that have that you've that have approached you about bringing your series uh, for a special event? You know, like uh, Arca does with the coin. Well, I was going to ask him if he had any thoughts of maybe trying a, a dirt show or two. Yeah. So me personally, I would absolutely love it, uh, and I would be totally open. Um, again, I don't dictate, not, I try not to dictate anything in the series. I, you know, I talk to the drivers, I talk to my staff and we, you know, discuss it as a whole to make sure number one, I don't like to, uh, uh, put on a bad show, I guess, or car counts. You know, I like to make sure these guys are committed. Um, I've got a great group of guys that, you know, if they say they'll be there, they'll, they're coming. Um, you know, so if I can get a group of guys to commit, I mean, which I probably could, <laughs> um, so I'd be open. I have not had any tracks reach out to me as far as dirt goes um to uh run us um this was actually the first year i had tracks actually reach out to me to run us so <laughs> i guess it's coming maybe it's a good position to be in it fremont speedway just had uh in october a deal where they have their dirt trucks they invited the oakshade raceway super stocks and the uh toledo speedway factory stocks for uh, to race all together in one class a combined class and it, and it worked yeah. out pretty well. I mean, maybe we can get the... No, it was, it was a great race, Scott. It was fun to watch. And, you know, with all the trash talking before, uh, both all the classes were melded, well, melded they were, together yeah. and, and looked good. And, and there, there was every, a, everybody was competitive. And there was a lot of competitors from Oakshade and uh, Fremont. The, the asphalt folks were a little lacking. Uh, probably could have used some more representation there and it'd be cool to see some of those guys throw some dirt tires on sure. and hopefully not come and clean our clocks. Yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, <laughs> any, I, I think the dirt streak stocks would clean us up any day of the week, you know, on dirt for sure. They're a lot more flexible than we are. So, right. um, but you could I bring mean, I would your, be open to it. Bring with your show series. to dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I would totally be into. I don't know if I could get everybody to commit knowing that the local boys were going to run with us too, because we just can't get our cars that flexible without right. serious work. Gotcha. And what a, we we run a stiff stiffer chassis on asphalt. Yeah. So, and and the biggest uh, the biggest thing I hear from uh, the asphalt guys when they talk when trying to ask them about racing on dirt, they hate washing their cars the day after. That's yeah. They, they don't like I don't, dirty cars. I, yeah, they, they like to keep them nice. If you look at the cars in our series, there's not, I don't think there's one eyesore in, in the whole series. I mean, these guys really take pride in keeping their cars clean. And even if they get tire marked or sticker gets scuffed, I mean, they're usually pretty on top of it. So that's cool to see. They take pride in their cars too, as we travel, yeah, represent I well. I don't think I've seen any, any of the pictures I've seen uh, of the, uh, the Ohio Wheelman series cars. They, they're pristine. They look good. Yeah. yeah. So. And they're all different. They're not just Monte Carlos or Camaros. You know, you see all kinds of st- all kinds of different style bodies racing with us. So I don't necessarily have a. There's body rules. You know, you're not allowed to throw a late model body on, but um, we do have some bodies you're allowed to buy. Some of the aftermarket ones we do allow. And then guys, some guys get creative. We had one guy making Al Camino this year. It was kind of neat. Um, you know, so uh, we got the old Merc that runs with us, and uh, you know, everybody loves that car when it shows up. We've got. All different, sh- couple Chevelles and just different cars. You know, just, it's cool to see. So, uh, when again is uh, the opener? Uh, the opener is May sixth, Jennerstown Speedway. Uh, super excited. Uh, we'll be there practicing. We'll be there camping. I know there's a bunch of people planning on camping and hanging out and stuff. So, um, definitely make sure you guys come out. Tune in my show Wednesday. We'll be giving away tickets for home o- for the season opener at Jennerstown, and 
Uh, we've got a lot of cool stuff to give away anyways uh, each week. So That's, uh, that's all. How many uh, total races uh, for the, uh, the stacks? Ten. Um, ten's the magic number I found with these guys, um, you know, as far as affordability and, um, you know, them being able to have their summers to spend with family and do things, you know, it's tends to like seem to be the magic number with them. So, so when's the we'll last probably race? stick to ten or twelve. Uh, September 29th uh, okay. through October 1st, it's Cat Sandusky Cavalcade. Okay. Yep. For both both series, the Modifieds and the Straight Stocks, that'll be our championship night. There you and, go. And you're gearing towards ten shows for the mods too? Well, this year we'll stick to four, maybe five. If I get an interest from another track, you know, okay. we do have an open, some opening in our schedules. If somebody would like to run us, run the modifieds this year, but, um, uh, 10, 10 with the street stocks, you know, if, again, if I have room for one or one more show, I might, I would be willing to take if it was, you know, the right place, I guess, the right time, uh, schedule's tough. That's what most people don't realize is trying to be a series and go into a facility and just saying, Hey, this is the date we'd like to have. Well, I don't think I've ever got the date I'd like to have <laughs> and going in my third season running a schedule. So I have it all mapped out before I call anybody every other week and planned out perfectly. And then by the time you get to your second event, it's, it's, you're moving all of them around. So, um, it is what it is. It's a lot of fun trying to jog things around and work with all these different guys and, and get schedules to work out. So, but it's not as easy as people think when they can. <laughs> Are you going to st still have time to do uh, racing this year? So this year I'm going to step aside. I mean, I'll race still a couple. I'm not running for points or nowhere, uh, you know, specifically. Um, I'll run where I can and if it's, you know, close by or whatever. And, uh, you know, but as far as uh, seasonal, you know, running all year, I might run two, three, four times tops. Okay. Personally, my cars will both still run the series. We're working on both of them right now. Um, you know, I'll have drivers, Sam Bingham and Stefan Schley will be driving those still same drivers as last year. And, um, you know, so we're, we're expecting to have a lot of fun. And as I, I recall, last time we spoke to you, I believe it was August 20, August of 21. Uh, you said you have your own officiating crew that, uh, that handles everything for the Ohio Wheelman series. Yeah. So we come fully staffed. I mean, we have our own race director. I bring my own scales, my own ramps, my own everything. I mean, we have our own tech area. I have a jig we use for the cars to check track with wheelbase frame height, you know, the whole deal, spoiler height, roof height. I mean, it's, it's very simple. Everybody drives through and it's just fits right over the cars and boom, 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 next one. And, um, but yeah, we come fully staffed. We bring our own tires. We bring a tire guy. We bring, I mean, everything you can think of. We have pit stewards and the only thing we use is their safety crew, the track. And, um, you know, that's it. You know, we have our own announcer. Um, our flag man, um, you know, is, you know, going to be hit or miss a little bit this year due to some health issues. Um, he's going through some personal stuff, but um, if he's able to, uh, he will be up on that stand. If not, we'll just, you know, we'll use the tracks or whoever, you know, we have a couple people interested. So. So all you guys, you just need a, a circle to race on. Yeah, man. We just need some lights and a circle and, <laughs> And somebody to take our money when we pull in, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, OhioWheelmanSeries.com. That's the website that's got the schedule uh, for both the, the Modifieds and the uh, Super Series. Yep. Yeah, both schedules are on there. And, um, you know, we'll have uh, the Modified schedule's not fully updated. We just announced another date last my last show, and I've got the last date to announce on the 25th. So all of our – scheduled dates will be announced the four dates will be announced on wednesday the 25th will be their final date so that'll all be updated but the street stock schedule is fully updated the rules are on there registrations the forms are all on there you've got if you want to know where our track records who holds the track records what times they are that's all on there 
our points champions are on there, our past two champions. And um, so there's a lot of information on there. Check out. Awesome. Well, it's been a, a pleasure, and uh, we wish you uh, the best of, best of luck uh, here in 2023 with the Ohio Wheelman Series. Keep up the good Man, work. It's been awesome having me, having you guys have me on. I appreciate the, the shout-outs and stuff for the series, and uh, we look forward to another successful season. Keep watching. Right, well, man. Wiggins, thank you very yeah. much. Keep in touch. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. There you go. Will Wiggins, the uh, owner and uh, creator of uh, the Ohio Wheelman Series, uh, which is it's, it's Scott, pretty, they're, they're, cool. Their purses are amazing. Yeah. I mean, great pay, great-looking cars, great racing. I haven't seen one of the races, but uh, yeah. I have heard about it. But, uh, yeah. And you went, was it at Sandusky you saw them? Yes. Okay. How many cars did they have? Uh, 15, 18 for okay. sure. So a decent field. Oh, yeah. Nice. Was that a 2,000, 2,500 to win? Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Give uh, Big D's Pizza and Clyde a call right now, 419-547-1444, or order online at orderbigdspizza.com. Get the uh, Chicken Wings Facebook special. It's 10 jumbo wings. Your choice of sauce for just eight ninety nine. Follow on Facebook for the uh, latest specials. Let's follow Big D's on Facebook. Uh, big D's and uh, Clyde, big on taste, not on price. And make sure to uh, contact Ram Miller Race Cars, 734-856-7223. That's 856-RACE. It is. He's not busy at all. Right. He said he came in tonight, and he's like, man, I'm getting too much sleep. This feels good <laughs> just sitting here. Uh, give him a call for Race Cars, parts, safety, equipment, service, uh, anything uh, racer needs. He's got it or can get it. Or he'll put it together for you. So there you go. Don't fall asleep, Ron. No, I was just looking at Dean Henry's post about uh, Volusia County and, and and a couple of his favorite drivers. Yeah, yeah. I saw what uh, Nick Hoffman won uh, heat. I think uh, right. Dave had said That's what here. Dave said. Let me scroll back up. Yeah, Nick Hoffman uh, wins his heat race at Volusia. That's his. Uh, First race in uh, the Titorg uh, number nine late model, running uh, with the uh, World of Outlaws. Devin Rand wins the third heat, so interesting stuff there. I think Hoffman was I saw was fastest last night in practice right. too, down there at Volusia. Uh, got a little bit of racing news to get to before we give away some uh, stuff. Latest racing news. Ron Finn, the owner of Crystal Motor Speedway in Crystal, Michigan, announced that the uh, Speedway has been purchased by Jacob LeBaron and Steve Vernon. Brian LeBaron will be the promoter slash general manager of the track. The the Flins have owned that racetrack for a long time and have done a good job with it. Uh, The Great Lakes Sprint Series and Traditional Sprint Series have released their schedules uh, for 2023. The GLSS and NAR Sprint Warriors, uh, formerly the, uh, what were they, the NRA 360 Sprint Invaders, uh, which was purchased by Barry Marlowe and the GLSS. Uh, They're going to have a combined schedule with events in Ohio, Michigan, and Tennessee. They're going to appear at Waynesfield Raceway Park four times, April 8th, May 28th, July 3rd, and October 7th. Fremont Speedway, they'll be there on July 29th. Butler Motor Speedway on June 17th and August 19th. Uh, Limeland Motorsports Park 
a total of 10 times throughout the season. Uh, the traditional sprints will appear at Waynesfield Raceway Park also on April 8th, uh, May 28th, July 3rd, and October 7th. Fremont Speedway, May 27th and July 1st. And Butler Motor Speedway on June 3rd and July 29th. Uh, the tra- traditional sprints also at Lima Land on uh, June 2nd and July 28th. That's a pretty full schedule. Yeah. So uh, I, I didn't hear anything about that place where you announce. No. And and I know the fans keep yelling for sprint cars. So and yeah, I know I yes I can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard some things from one side, but not the other side. Let's I put understand. it that way. Okay. So I mean, yeah, there's definitely interest in uh, some kind of some former sprint cars at absolutely that racetrack that starts with an O. Um, okay. Speaking of uh, open wheel stuff, Chili Bowl Nationals. Did you get to watch uh, a lot of that? Any of that? Quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. Did you? They, did they you were catch? responsible for me not getting to bed till <laughs> two in the morning. Yeah. Uh, did you catch the the interview they aired with Jack Hewitt? You know, you you gave me a a little tease early on tonight. No, I didn't see it. But anything Jack Hewitt has to say is. Bound to be entertaining. Well, he let his uh, feelings be known about really? uh, Kyle Larson and Christopher Bell skipping out on the event uh, this year. Check it out. Um, you know, we're missing guys like Larson and Bell, but there's still guys that are no, rising to the top. Not, no, we're not. <laughs> not missing a bit. You know, to me, you got to pick your battle. Now, if, if Kyle would have said, hey, I want to go run late model, go run late model. Don't badmouth the chili bowl. If he boycotted it because of money, there's 325 mid-tier. The crowd is already sold out. The grandstands are sold out on the thing. Who gives a shit if he's here or not, you know? And I'm a Kyle Larson fan. I like how, but him and Christopher Bell don't know how to pick their battles, you know? You pick something that's going to make a difference. In fact, him and Han don't give a shit what Kyle Larson thinks, and neither do, and they won't be missed after Saturday night. Nobody will be talking about him. They'll be talking who won the Chili Bowl. Yeah. Uh, and then I saw on a social media a picture of his uh, van on fire on the side of a road. I guess uh, nobody was hurt, but they lost some stuff that was in the van. You're talking uh, Jack Hewitt? Jack Hewitt, yeah, okay. on the way back. And then I was immediately thinking, conspiracy? Did no. Kyle Larson have something to do with that? Did Christopher <laughs> Bell? What happened? Uh, I could not uh, confirm any of those conspiracies. You know, theories. Scott, um, what Hewitt had to say kind of carries over to uh, a, a lot of what's going on in the late model world with the traveling series right now. Everybody's, you know, oh, this guy's going here, that guy's going there, that that, that series is going to fold. And, and no, it's not. But, you know, I, I don't think one or two drivers is going to make or break any of those series. Uh, Attica Raceway Park, Fremont Speedway, and uh, the AFCS Sprint Car Series officials have made the decision not to allow wing sliders on the 305 Sprint Cars uh, again this uh, year in 2023. Uh, The decision is based on supplier issues and the uh, short time until Attica and Fremont open. The rule change will be revisited toward the end of the season. I didn't realize the 305s didn't have the, the wing sliders. wing adjustment slider things. Well, they're adjustable. You just can't yeah. do it with a lever. You have to wait till the next race. You can't do it while you're racing. Right. Gotcha. Uh, in a uh, series first, NASCAR will award medals to the top three finishers in a cup race. The medals will be presented 
after the February 5th Bush clash at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum, the uh, medal ceremony will take place on a podium in Victory Lane, which will be located beneath the Olympic cauldron at the Coliseum. So we're going to have podium finishes all year. I think it's just for the uh, clash. Oh, okay. Because it's got to be a spectacle. I think I also read that uh, I think it's Wiz Khalifa is the uh, um, music entertainment for that. I didn't put that in my notes because it's apparently targeting a whole different audience than ours. Yeah. You're a big Wiz Khalifa fan, aren't you? Who? Exactly. Thank you. Go back to Dolly Parton. <laughs> um, Casey Kane and Amy Long welcomed a uh, baby daughter this uh, past week and uh, reminded me that uh, Kyle Larson and Caitlin Larson also had their uh, had a baby, their third child, uh, on New Year's Eve. Well, maybe that's why they haven't been racing as much. Take that, Jack Hewitt. Well, except for Kyle Larson was running the late model at the Wild West Shootout. Take that, Ron Miller. <laughs> uh, SRX drivers uh, have been, uh, or some of them have been announced, I should say. Kevin Harvick, uh, Clint Boyer, Kyle Busch are going to uh, make their debut running a few SRX series events this summer. Uh, Elio uh, Castroneves is going to be back running oh, some right. events as well. Uh, the crowd loves Helio. Yeah, I don't think they're they're running the full event. Right. It was just a, a few, a handful for some, a couple for others. Uh, as they continue to announce things as far as that goes. So I don't know who's going to be running for the points yet. That'll be interesting. See if Paul Tracy's going to be back. Maybe nobody. Well, you know Tony is. Um, Speaking of drivers, Bobby Pierce will become a full-time driver in the World of Outlaws Case Construction Late Model Series in 2023. He already has 89 starts with the World of Outlaws, not including tonight. I guess tonight would be 90. Uh, he's captured four wins, uh, two in 2021, and uh, a couple in 2022. In Not a, being a full-time. In a Longhorn chassis, and he, he could be a force to be reckoned with this year. Yeah. Uh, and he's run the Hell Tour for how many years right. now? So I'm guessing he's probably not going to be running the Hell Tour. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, NASCAR announced uh, some weird rules. This uh, week, I know, surprising. Yeah. NASCAR and weird, something uh, never Synonymous mentioned together. Synonymous with yeah. each other. Uh, drivers are now required to wear head socks and or helmet skirts, underwear, and socks. Before, they were only recommended. And then, uh, I guess, Haynes, you know, who makes underwear. Right. Uh, on their Twitter account, they uh, saw the opportunity to ask, who is racing without socks and underwear? They also added uh, I, I'm NASCAR. Thinking, we I'm need to thinking, know the backstory on this. Yeah, you're thinking what? Well, I, I mean, obviously NASCAR was talking about fire retardant. Well, yeah, but still, maybe Haynes will see an opportunity and start marketing fire retardant <laughs> underwear. Yeah, you can be like Kyle Busch, wear Kyle's underwear. That's too weird. They already make okay. fire retardant bras for the women, Scott. I never even thought about that. Oh, <laughs> I guess yeah. that makes sense. Oh yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to burn those. No, you got to keep the tatas safe. Wow. Uh, no hammer down hotline uh, this week. Uh, if you do want to call four one nine three one eight three zero eight one, it's four one nine three one eight three zero eight one. Call. Let us know who you think. Uh, call or text. 
Let us know yeah. who you think uh, was running without underwear in the NASCAR Cup Series. No underwear. Yeah. Um, how about we give away some pizza? Yes? Yeah, sounds great. How many? So uh, last week's, how many? Actually, it was a couple weeks ago because originally we weren't going to have a show last week. It went on for about a month. Yeah. It uh, was going to be the total flip count from the Chili Bowl Nationals. Uh, unfortunately, they stopped counting the flips <laughs> after that uh, crazy ejection, uh, ejection flip uh, on Wednesday night halfway through uh, where they stopped at 30 or right around 30. So, and then they never mentioned the count. Really? Beyond that, at least not when I was watching, and uh, the Twitter account that was tracking those kind of stopped as well. So the only fair thing I could think of to do was... uh, Give everybody a pizza. That that did come to mind, but Dean was not down with that. Ah. So uh, what I came up with was to give everyone a fair shot at winning a Big D's pizza. So we put everybody who entered his name onto the uh, Big, Big D's, D's pizza, pizza wheel. wheel. Yeah. So it'll be a totally random. If you put a guess in, you're on the wheel, including Dean Henry himself. So here we go. For a Big D's pizza from how many a couple weeks ago. Looks like it's going to be Chris Rutan. I think he just won recently, too. So congratulations, Chris. You, my friend, are another uh, Big D's Pizza winner. I was just thinking, Big D's, Big D's start sounds really good. Yeah. I think John Young just went there this past weekend. Oh, no. planning on it, yeah. So congratulations, Chris. You have 30 days to claim your pizza. Get with uh, me or Dean or, or give uh, Big D's a call and uh, get that set up. This week's How Many and Chance to Win a Big D's Pizza, which uh, we'll find out the winner next week, as a matter of fact. We will. We will. Saturday night, Volusia. How many uh, World Vowel 8 miles will be there on Saturday night? A good indicator may be how many are there tonight or Friday night as the, uh, what is it, the, the Sunshine Nationals? Yeah, Sunshine, Sunshine Nationals are going on. So um, if you know, then uh, you have a good shot of winning a Big D's Pizza. Put the guess in the comments. Oh, Chris says this is his first time winning. I think you've won before, Chris. You just probably weren't listening. <laughs> he missed his. He, he missed missed his pizza. Yes. Um, put your guess in the comments uh, as far as how many late models are going to be there on Saturday night. Some could wreck and pull out, you know, tonight or, to, or, or tomorrow night. Some guys are, or maybe just some Saturday guys are night show. racers. Maybe their car's not ready yet. But uh, yeah. Uh, so if you want a shot at that Big D's pizza, put your guess in the comments of our Facebook Live or YouTube Live. If you're listening to us on. Uh, the podcast, uh, just the audio, and not live. You can still get your guess in. Just find our Facebook Live or YouTube Live, and uh, right, put your Scott, guess in the comments you, you, before noon you pick, on Saturday. You picked less than me, so you have to go first. I didn't see how many were entries that were there. I didn't cheat on this. Uh, Dean says forty-five, and he's usually pretty good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, what Dean's got there. You said 45. Yes. I got to go 44. You know really? that. Really? Oh, yeah. I figured you might go the other way. Nah. All right. That's probably probably a safe uh, safe guess. So we'll find out who the uh, winner is next week on uh, on the show. Um, 
home. Yeah. This weekend, Big D's Pizza Racing Menu. That's what I was looking for. Uh, This weekend's uh, racing menu, of course, uh, tonight, it's uh, Volusia Speedway Park in Florida, Sunshine Nationals for the World of Outlaws. Uh, That is tonight through Saturday night. Uh, And then uh, next week, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series kicks off their season at uh, Golden Isle Speedway, Wednesday night uh, practice night. And then uh, they're there uh, Thursday through Saturday for the, quote, Super Bowl of Racing, which I was pretty sure you cannot use that. The NFL has exclusive rights to Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. That's why when uh, you hear all these promotions for, like, TVs or appliance uh, places, uh, we're we're having the, the, you know, they – come up with the big game special or something because they can't use Super yeah. Bowl to promote their event because the NFL owns that. So I was kind of curious how, and this is on their website. So how it I, works out. Yeah. I'm not sure why the NFL is not coming down on Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Uh, maybe they got to deal with them. I don't know. It just uh, was interesting. It was one of those things <laughs> when working in radio, you had to be careful. Any promotions we did, we could not say Super Bowl. But you can talk about the Super Bowl as an event, as an editorial. You just can't use it right. for promoting a particular thing. Maybe Lucas Oil has a vested interest in the NFL. Football? Maybe. Maybe. I Who think knows? I did hear they may do the AFC Championship game at uh, in Atlanta, which is Georgia, where this race is. I'm trying to I'm trying to make some kind of connection. And Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, yeah, Lucas Oil Stadium. That's so at Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah, they're not in it. Whatever. So that's uh, that's your Big D's uh, pizza racing menu for this weekend. Uh, no weekend weather pit stop uh, until we get some stuff locally. It's raining tonight, anyways. If yeah, you're in raining. Northwest Ohio, yeah. There's your your Big D's pizza, whatever. Uh, Next week, I'm going to be out of town, but we're still going to have a show next week. Yes, we are. I'm excited about this. Uh, Our guest on the show next Thursday night is going to be the uh, Charlie You Can't Park There Mefford. Yep. Uh, Hey, you can't park there. If you watch the uh, Gateway Dirt Nationals, uh, you know Charlie Mefford. Uh, He gained a lot of fame after he rolled his modified over, got up into the wall and flipped that over and... uh, He's a character. Looking forward to uh, that conversation. It ought to be a lot of fun. So we'll have that for you next Thursday night at 9 o'clock. Thanks to our associate producer, Dave Kemmer. Contributors, Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Dock, Bob Stazak. Make sure to uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Hammer Report. YouTube, follow us there. Listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Check us out at HammerdownRacingReport.com. You want to be a sponsor? We got information on there. We got room for sponsors. Also, make sure to rate and review us. Share us with your friends. That helps us out as well. Thanks to all our sponsors, Big D's Pizza, Oakshade Raceway, Ryan Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon. Thanks to uh, this week's guests. Guest, I should say, Will Wiggins. Um, and the Ohio Wheelman Series. Again, back next Thursday night with Charlie Mefford. See you next Thursday. Maybe we could get Kenny Wallace to come on with Charlie Mefford. Uh, we would have... To book out a couple hours worth of time for that, I think. Oh, boy. Yeah. See you next Thursday, 7 o'clock. We're out. Have a good weekend. Thanks, folks. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, 
Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 